everybody. It's Friday. What does it mean? End of the week. Look back what it was, what it is, what we did, what we didn't. End of the week of getting out of bed with your alarm ringing at your head instead of getting ready for the weekend. Let's go through the week. Little bit of brownie, little bit of Chrissy. Some in between this. Hang next all three. Cheap, cheap times. I'll break this Friday. We put our hands up to the start of the weekend. With the cheap, cheap of the week. Morning, all. Hope you're having a wonderful start to your day. Let's get going. Sam has come back after a week off and wanted to know who sat in his chair for the week. Same. It's great to be back and uh, who's been filling in for me? Dave O'Neill mainly. Dave O'Neill and Tony, Tony Martin. Martin on Friday. <sighs> I was wondering what that old joke, old man smell was. <laughs> and Jack Revolt was on the show and talked about being on the beep test, which is Fox Footy's quiz show. Myself and Nick were on the uh, on the beep test we're on Fox Footy. Oh yeah. yes, the quiz show. And they asked me the last question was which Jack has kicked the most goals for the Richmond Football Club. And very quickly, and mind I add, very arrogantly, I said my own name. <laughs> and it turns Lovely. out that Jack Titus has kicked on. <laughs> Speaking of TV shows, Sam also talked about Jack possibly having his own. I always think of you as someone who I've watched over his entire career, that if you ever did have your own television show, you would sing your own song. That's, the, that's, the, yeah. that's what you give off. You're that guy. Yeah. <laughs> what, sort that of, guy. what sort of vibe is that? From afar, you're a bit of a tool. That's what I'm saying, (laughs) all right? And Brownie had an interesting story about James Hurd and Michael Voss. Uh, Michael Voss and James Hurd met after a game because we played SNS and blew us off the park by about 15 goals. And uh, Hurdy and Vossy were shaking hands at the end of the game and they were having a bit of a laugh. And Lethal showed the footage of that in the post-match review. Shame. And gave us all the biggest spray in history and uh, Vossy gave him the biggest spray. Then he said, don't ever let me see you laughing with opponents after the game again. Yeah, I'm sure it would have been good for for Vossy's uh, mental state. (laughs) (laughs) Chrissy doesn't like music festivals. I don't like music festivals anyway. No. Well, because it's full of chlamydia. (laughs) (laughs) Mainly. Well, exactly. (laughs) Since you've you've done your damage and now you're you're never going back. Tom Gleisner came in and tried to guess the mystery word. I am so keen to finish your Everyone Loves a Bit Of, and I've been going through and sort of ticking off the ones, the wrong ones. Yes. So you said this morning we discovered it wasn't Boozy. No, it wasn't Boozy. It's not Sauvignon Blanc, it's not Dancing, it's not GBH, and it's not Corporate Tax Reform. (laughs) So I'm working my way through the list. Now I'm narrowing the list. I'm going to get there. (laughs) We then played Have You Been Paying Attention for Radio. Melbourne was visited this weekend by a controversial right-wing commentator, their name is Sam. Jimmy Giggle. <laughs> the Thai soccer kids were finally released from hospital last week. How did they spend their first day of freedom? Brownie. Scuba diving. I would have been uh, <laughs> adventurous. Oh, I wouldn't Sam. have thought so. No. Bachelor Tim Robards has a new job. What is it? What's he been doing? Oh, Sam. It's, a, it's the boost juice in Chapel Street. <laughs> it's behind it. Uh, Chrissy. It's, um... You know that cardboard cutout that you walk past the 7-Eleven oh, and you go, oh, ex- excuse me, and, no then, and then you realise that it's not actually a person? <laughs> the Andrews government has just committed $5 billion to build what? Ah. Oh, Sam. Their election campaign. It's, boy, because it, it's part of it. We also noticed something in the paper and thought it possibly could be Brownie. Page 55 there on Sunday, which TV commentator had his wife keep a tally of on-air screen time because of concerns about a drop-off in recent times? Now... <laughs> <laughs> 
We saw that, and I reckon you're very, very unsure of your place in the media landscape. And it would seem as though it's just got your MO written all over it. It's like you come home. You know, with flowers. Kyle's. Yeah, Kyle's. You've got a bunch of flowers and a stopwatch and a pad and a pen. And she goes, what's this? And then you outline it. You're like, I'm very concerned about the amount of screen time I'm getting. I was wondering. seems to be a drop-off. A drop-off. ORF. I just wonder if you could do some, how would I put this? Logging. I, I just, um, comes and out. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. And they'll be out on air. If I can find the information. Well. Because uh, I know it is definitely on me, Kylie Brown, she has well, absolutely no interest hey, in what I do. She's happy to collect the check though, isn't she? It's definitely <laughs> <laughs> Christine Swan, your guess. Andy Ma. <laughs> Pang, who is it? I'll go with the cash cow. Katrina Milosevic from Wentworth was on the show and told us about the time she was on the same plane as Brownie's family. You are, I can say, a firm but fair father. Thank you. I heard that. What sorts of things was he saying to his kids? No, well, they, they, the kids were perfectly behaved, but they, but I understood why. <laughs> I run a tight ship. What sort of one, like one of those prison wardens from Wentworth. <laughs> what sort of things? Were the, That's why what, I responded. Yeah. You asked what sort of things? Yeah. Like things like uh, put that pilot down. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that, that sort of stuff. Don't open that door. Yeah. No, Jack, you cannot have a bourbon on the rocks. Now. Chrissy lost her mind in a surprise interview. Oh, my God, is it Jackson from Love Island? Oh, oh my God, it's Jackson. Get on it, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, my God, he smells like the Maya fragrance hello. counter. Oh, no, no, you can't. Hello. No touching. He's saying hello. Touching. Hey, My friend Heidi's going to be losing her mind. <laughs> American and Ruckman for Collingwood, Mason Cox, didn't really have any idea about Brownie's career. So because of you didn't grow up with the game, would you... Uh... I didn't watch highlights of him, no. No? No, you didn't play for Brisbane. YouTube. I know that. YouTube. YouTube, it, yeah. yeah Brownie will send you the link. He's <laughs> got it ready yeah. to go, bookmarked. <laughs> but um, <laughs> are you aware of this man's great career? Yeah, he's... Uh, well, you want a Brown, though, yeah? No. <laughs> <laughs> the boys progressed further in a golf tournament and they were quite happy about it. I know it's a little, you know, domestic competition, Swanee. Yeah, you I, know it's nothing. But I just think if we keep going, if the celebration, Swanee, if we win the whole thing, tattoos, <laughs> golf trip. Mad Monday. Mad Monday. Golf trip. <laughs> put it in Swanee, you'd want, to, you'd want to start barricading against you us. Fool. You fool. You because you may lose us. You fool. I almost moved out last night. Yeah. <laughs> I got home. in trouble. Marriage is in trouble. You. But luckily, got some action. <laughs> hey, all the best. Adriana, oh, wasn't, Adriana was, was away. Yes. Oh, there it is. Sam told us what he was a massive fan of. Do you know that I'm a massive fan of the romantic comedy Sweet Home Alabama? The final scene, Swanee, where they get back together is very, very powerful and, much like Lucas himself, underrated. You're the first boy I ever kissed, Jake. And I want you to be the last. That's so nice. Oh, is that a beach scene or a waterfall? Yeah, 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 beach and it's raining. Where's the uh, beach in Alabama? Good question. Let's move on. <laughs> Tony Martin was on the show and did possibly the best impersonation of Neil Mitchell 
I've ever heard. I was flipping around listening to the other more inferior breakfast programs <laughs> and they were all debating big issues and one of the shows they were talking about, you know, oh, are oh, our oh, prisons oh. overcrowded? Oh, no. Another oh, one oh, was oh, what about this values test? Then I flip over to this show and the subject was should there be a sequel to Sweet Home Alabama with <laughs> Reese Witherspoon? So we're it's only if they can get Josh Lucas. Yeah. He's the one. I'm expecting that that is going to catch on and if we were to tune into 3AW, Neil Mitchell will be going, should there be a sequel to Failure to Launch? What do you think? <laughs> what were the other issues? That, that oh, it was the values what? test and prison overcrowding. Mm, it's not I can really. answer them. What's the, what's the question? Are the, well, are the prisons that, overcrowded? Well, yes. yes. What's the next one? <laughs> should there be a values test? No. There you go. <laughs> right, right. Sort of. We talked about Tony being the announcer for the Logies. Uh, what, you, were, you were the announcer on the night? I wasn't allowed to sort of take the piss out of everything, and you, you would have noticed I went ultra serious when uh, I was mentioning Queensland Tourism, who were the sponsors. Yes. <laughs> and there was one bit where, right. okay, Queensland, the ultimate destination where you can see the majesty of the coral reef, and I so wanted to add, if you hurry. <laughs> Megan Markle's half-sister Samantha Markle's new book has a title. It's something like Diary of Princess Pushy's Sister. <laughs> wow. Well, though, it's been retitled <laughs> Living in the Shadows of the Duchess. No, it has well, not. Surely the Duchess only projects one shadow. Well, <laughs> or is it that the royal family might be equipped with two shadows? Maybe. But I think Prince Philip has been a shadow of a man for about 60 years. <laughs> By the way, have you ever heard or seen an interview with Samantha Markle? Sorry to do this, but these are the mouth noises she created in a three-minute interview. Uh. Things. <laughs> in the words of Melissa Etheridge. Somebody bring me some water. And finally, this week we found some archived audio of Dino's former career at ABC's Classic FM. This is Classic Breakfast on ABC Classic FM. Good morning, guys. It's Dino here, and I'm guilty. I've been promising it all morning. Four Seasons by Vivaldi. And the wait's over, gang. Enjoy. That's... That's just... That's busted again. I think that'll do it. One second. Oh, here it is. Here we go. Good morning, Melbourne. That's everything. Bye.